and we're live. Right. We almost have a sponsor this week. We've all decided to have a Dungeons and Daiquiri session. And Chanel, do you want to tell us exactly what the hell it is we're all drinking? So, um, these cocktails are provided by the cocktail delivery.co.uk. Um, and the lovely James, who was dead into D&D and very interested in everything that was going on. And we'll be listening to the podcast. So, hi, James. Thank you. Thanks, James. Gosh, this is the politest you guys have ever been. (laughs) What cocktails did everyone order? I have. We'll go around a random order, I guess. Uh, I've got the Pirate Old Fashioned, which is exquisite and delightful, and I don't want to drink anything else. I'm going to stop drinking water. Just have this forever. Nothing can go wrong. <laughs> drink responsibly, kids. Yeah. Drink responsibly. I'm drinking the Angel Margarita. And boo, is it tasty? I also have chosen that particular cocktail and would like to express my fondness. <laughs> why, do you t- why do you turn into James Bond when you've had a drink? <laughs> I'm liking this. Doesn't, yeah, doesn't yeah. every man? Suddenly became very, very suave. The name's Belsiar Bond. Yeah. Uh, and I went, for, I went for a bramble, which is sweet and strong and tasty. Brilliant. And it's going to get me super wrecked on the rest of my week off. Are you off? Yeah. Have you just been made redundant? You always seem to be on a week off. <laughs> this, is like the, this is like the first week I've, first week I've had off since I started this job. I like it. Chris is slurring his words already. These cocktails must be good. Shit. His job being his screenplay that he's been working on for yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just go to, I just go to concert. Yeah. <laughs> you call it screenplay. I call it. I call it OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> There's a big market for people that want to watch me procrastinate instead of writing a screenplay. I should have sent you one of the bigger versions of that cocktail. We could have all just watched you get slowly, slowly wrecked. It's not going to be slow. Like, <laughs> I'm very excited to watch Chris slowly get wrecked on a bramble. Can we, can we quickly have a second shout-out to uh, Christopher Neal, who is the grand old age of... How old? Uh, I am the grand old age of 28. Until, until Friday when I turned 29. Oh. Bait and switch. Yeah. Mm. Hang on a minute. Why aren't you drinking your cocktail out of the ginormous fucking ale mug that we got you? That's a good point. Because um, it's not that far up here. I think the, yeah, I was say, I think, I think I'd go through one of the bottles every, every time I filled it up. Um, I think the uh, the strainer that I've got for my cocktail joke doesn't fit properly around it. I tried it earlier and it was just spilling it all over the place. This is the content the fans want. I mean, you asked. Like, the size of Tatty strainer. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, happy birthday. Were you born in 1982? I was, yeah. During the Barcelona Olympics. I wasn't born in 1982. I was born in 1992. Yeah. I... I'm pretty sure I remember the Barcelona Olympics. I think I know what I was wearing in 1992. I was on a ferry on the way back from Zebrugge when the 1992... Yeah. I was on a ferry on the way back when the Barcelona Olympics kicked off. 
Strong theme tune. Strong theme tune. Barcelona. <laughs> it, just, it just sounds like a Barcelona version of the the champions. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Right, fuck the podcast. Fuck, fuck D and D. We're I just going to just going to sing famous theme tunes. Right, let's have a quick catch up because it has been many a week. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Gin, gin. Cheers, Tim. Cheers, Simon. Cheers. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, feel like I feel like I've brought a knife to a gunfight. <laughs> right. Good. Quick recap. Unless you know anything else. We're good. Right. We're good. All right. <laughs> All right. He's already it's been man. about four thousand weeks since we last played in this campaign. I had to listen to a recording just to work out what the hell had gone on last week. So last we left off with our intrepid adventurers, they had found themselves deep in the heart of the old abandoned cathedral in the midst of the ruins of Melasmia, still in search of the final orb of Tartarus. Having crossed paths with the goblin witch, Mellifluent's belch crack, and her swarm of bees. The party had managed to wound her and followed her blood trail deeper into the halls of the cathedral. Along the way, the party were ambushed by goblin archers in the stables, whom they quickly dispatched. Following a trail up a flight of winding stairs onto a balcony high in the rafters, the party faced off against Mellifluence's minion, Tugger. Without taking time to interrogate him, the party flung him off the balcony and watched his body shatter on the tiles far below. Aristobulus pausing only to bury the bodies of the dead goblins in shallow graves with his newly found magical shovel. Just as the trail was starting to grow cold, the party stumbled upon a small boy called Geoffrey, who told them that he was orphaned and lived in the grounds of the cathedral. After serving him up a slice of cherry pie and some rather mature cheese, Tati discovered that he knew the location of the final orb and would be happy to show the party into the crypts of the cathedral. And that is where we will pick up today's episode. Can anyone remember yeah. any of that? I rem- all I can remember is crawling upstairs and crawling downstairs and maybe taking a pretty big tumble. <laughs> and I think that's as much as I can remember. Someone fell or jumped out a window? I remember Lewis burying everyone. Yeah. Yeah, I remember doing that. I, I, that, that was good. So for the sake of the listeners, in real time, it's actually been about three weeks since we last recorded one of these. Yeah. Uh, Lewis, you slid down a banister and broke your face on the ground. Yeah, I took some hit hit points for that. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't (laughs) graceful. And then everyone took it in turns to try and calm down the small boy, Jeffrey, um, who was terrified of Maud. Um, Belsiar went to, like, play with his hair and calm him down, but part of his scalp came off in Belsiar's hand. I don't, I, I'm just going to say it. This kid's got like scurvy or something. I'm saying it early on. I don't like him. I don't like that kid. You know? No. I'm just saying it now. I haven't got a whole game to play yet, but I'm just pointing it out there that uh, I don't I think he's shit. You know that sick kid? The sick kid. Was it from the Simpsons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pale one. He's always peeking, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the yeah, green yeah, looking yeah. one. That's actually like, but with leprosy. I mean, he's just a. He's a bit of a scally. Uh, Hanash, on the other hand, showed off his masculinity by smashing a nativity set from memory. Yeah, I really like that metaphor. Just the giant half-orc destroying the nativity scene. Just stamp it on a baby in a manger. Yeah. With a booted foot. 
Um, so are we, I know that we've got Jeffrey with us. Are, yes. we, are we, are we in kind of like the, the main room of the cathedral? Yes, indeed. You are in the main atrium of the cathedral, somewhere towards the further end of it where, where the altar once was sprouting up out of it is a full grown tree, which has somehow managed to grow inside the cathedral. Mm. It's branches going high up into the arches. And it was amongst the roots at the bottom that you first spied the little tearaway lad, Jeffrey. I like kneel down in front of him and I'm like, come on, Jeffrey, let's, let's find this crypt. All right. I think you're a little bit keen to come back home with me, but, uh, as long as, as long as everyone here is coming, it's this way. And he, he skips off towards the latter part of the church. Um, and as you walk deeper into the church, you see the light shining through the stained glass windows, illuminating the grimy and dirty arms and legs of the small child. And it is at this point you realize for the first time that he's. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Jesus Christ! The demons are saving. That's that sneeze sounds serious. If anyone who's listening to this is a doctor, could you? Uh, did anyone else's Did anyone else's screen turn upside down and then do like a negative sepia effect when she sneezed? <laughs> uh, that was phenomenal. Right, Ooh. and action. Right as you. Walk deeper into things. You see the light coming through the broken stained glass windows, and you notice just how grubby Jeffrey is for the first time. His arms and his legs are caked in a patina of dirt, and you notice he's not really wearing clothes, more an assortment of rags that have been cobbled together. Mostly, the top half seems to be some sort of flag he's stolen from the cathedral, and the bottom half seems to be some sort of um, Mila cover from a pew that he's um, wrapped together. And as a belt, he's got um, some torn up rope and part of a holy vestment holding it all together. As he skips merrily off into the shadows at the back, he brings you towards um, a baptismal font, which is old and cracked and worn. And you see it's had better days. The uh, carvings and inscriptions that run around the baptismal font have now started to wear a little bit thin and you as you draw near it you see the water inside has turned a brackish color um and as he, he draws you past the baptismal font he shows you at a pillar at the back of the church where the wall has started to subside with age there's a small gap and a um tiny passageway is kind of like a lean-to passageway has opened up yes did you just say decayed with aids <laughs> have you been taking my morphine? <laughs> Do the cathedral doesn't have AIDS. You don't know. I'm just. Go- I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I, I know that I created the cathedral. I can tell you that. Does it have AIDS? Is it no. with AIDS? It's syphilis. Okay. But, but, but. And now we all have syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> we went inside. The cathedral has been tested. They swabbed its spire. And they can now say with absolute clarity. Was there a was there a discharge coming from the top? <laughs> yes. The, a negligent the, one. The, oh dear God. Yes. There was a there was um <laughs> look at Chris's face. <laughs> oh dear God. Yes, they, they, the uh, the weathercock at the top was starting to get a little bit. Don't sub- call it a weathercock. 
It's a weathercock. That's what it's called. No. Stuff can be too yeah, Right. <laughs> I feel like we've got way off topic here. Look, even even Rag is not partaking in the Cathedral SCI mag talk. Right. Um, as you come towards the pillar back here, it shows you that, that where the outer wall of the cathedral has started to um, fall away and crumble, there's a small opening, like a, the, the entrance to a very small tunnel, like potholing, if thine will. So you all stand there and watch as Jeffrey goes to the edge of the small tumble-down entrance and it's like, yes, over there. As everyone looks around, there's a flash of roads and Aristobulus just dives. You just see his filthy heels. As he flies in, you hear a muffled boof, doof, doof, boof, and a kind of breaking noise from down there. Um, Aristobulus, as you enter, you realize it's a small warren, like a, um, a, a rabbit's warren of tunnels and stuff, which are all lined with rags and furs and things like that. And as you tumble down and land, you fall on something wooden. You feel it break underneath you. Um, and you feel a sharp pain in your back as you take two points of damage as something has pierced your buttock. <laughs> in a good way? Um, not in a good way. Roll me a survival check. Whoa. Fucking hell. Probably not in a good way. Probably not in a good way. Am I getting like uh, scurvy or something from this? Oh, you think I'd be more used to doing a survival check by now? Scurvy of the anus. Think we've got today's episode name. <laughs> <laughs> 13 13 yeah you you look down and you realize what you've landed on was was jeffrey's makeshift table that was made out of various bits of cobbled together broken pew that he had hammered into a small coffee table which you've now landed on breaking bits oh, and yeah. um, various splinters of which are now digging into the meat of your left buttock i thought you were gonna say pubes when you said that i thought you were gonna uh, say made out of pubes yeah you look over and you see Jeffrey's wardrobe with as many garments made out of human chest hair. <laughs> um, no. As you reach underneath you, you pick up um, what was left of a vase of fresh-cut flowers that had just crumpled now and all the heads are broken. The most expensive thing Jeffrey owned. <laughs> Fuck this kid. Honestly, I said it earlier. Like I'm not, I'm not down with this guy. Flaky scalp <laughs> having butter... Oh no, that sounds like he's probing. Okay, move on. How how big is the I mean I guess Aristobulus could, could could fit through it, but how big is how big is the opening? Um I would say weirdly the, the reference that comes to mind is water slide. Like you could you could dive into a water slide if you really want to, like the tunnel. Like is it's not you know, it's not like potholing, but it's also not designed to like, you know, you couldn't swing a cat in there. Can I see ahead of me still, like, where it goes and where the end is? No, no, there's various offshoots and corridors and atriums, like a sort of hobbit hole. Mm -hmm. Other holes are available for copyright reasons. Mm -hmm. um, a halfling hole, I think you have to say. Oh, it's a, half, it's a halfling hole. Yeah, my lawyer yeah. told me that. A halfling, halfling aperture. Twitter's going to go sick at you. <laughs> you get hate mail. Matt, do you, know, know, do you know what the Filipino for a halfling is, Matt? It's funny you should ask. Because I don't. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> you failed me. Um, right. So the rest of you, what are you doing? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna gesture. I'm gonna turn to Jeffrey and gesture to like the 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 opening, as if to say, after you. And I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say, this is this is your show, kid. 
we'll follow you. Well, then, little kid, come with me. As he as he enters in, he goes feet first, and as he ducks down into the um, initial atrium, he goes to light a little candle on the wall, and he looks around at the absolute disarray um, of his shattered table, and he just picks up one of his flowers that is now broken. He's like, oh, thanks, man. You ruined it. Have I still got a piece of wood jammed into my uh, buttock? Yeah, you've still got bits of splinters. Um, hmm. I think I'm going to leave that there, but can I backhand him? <laughs> I just want to give a swift backhander as if like, he has the cheek and the gall to act like I've wronged him when I'm literally, I've been pierced by his belongings. I don't feel like I'm out of, uh, out of a character or out of line. There. I mean, those, those, that's, that's, those two questions are, are the foundation of the crunk <laughs> Are we out of character? No. Are we out of line? Yeah. Questionable. But as long as we're not out of character, we're Exactly. Fine. And I'd like the priest to take a quick backhander to this kid. Oh. As you go to raise your hand to little Jeffrey, he just shies away and just cowers. And he's like, oh, please, please don't hurt me. No. Now, look, this is all I've got. Because he just goes around and he picks up a small plate which has just got like berries and nuts on it. He's like, I've not got much, but you're welcome to it. This is my home. Because <laughs> he just shows you around in a kind of excited kind of way. And you notice for the first time now that it's pretty dank and dingy in here. There's bits of like um, um, tree root poking through the side of the tunnel. There's cobwebs. You see a little worm just kind of wiggling through the side of the wall as as he shows you the various offshoots and he's like, there's room here for, for you to, um, if you want to stay here for a little bit, you're more than welcome to. And he notices Lady for the first time. He's like, is she friendly? I kind of look at, I look at Barbara and I, and I say, yeah. <laughs> He he holds out his tiny little grimy hand with some berries on, and Barbara sniffs his hand and then turns her nose up at it. That's what I'd expect. I um, I would like to gobble said berries out of his hand. <laughs> and it's like a peace offering, right? We're cool now. Yeah. As yeah, the cool. creepy old man who's gone to backhand him goes forward and licks the berries off the small child's hand, he's like, is he always like this? Yes. Both both extremes from one to the other. Angry angry and learning disabilities. <laughs> he um he ushers you all into the, the, the bed of furs and he's like, um make yourself at home if you want to have a rest. I will show you down to the crypt shortly. He looks over at Maud and he's like, I've never met a tiefling before. How does he know that I'm a tiefling? The plot contrivance reasons. I know that you're a tiefling, and he pulls out a book from a bunch of reasons. He's like, "Look, the history of Wildmount," and it just flicks through to a page that's just got like scantily clad people. Look, here's a tiefling. Look, the book opens on that page. (laughs) That's that's about a thing. (laughs) All right, look, here's a tiefling. You're a tiefling. I've never seen a blue tiefling. Is that a real squirrel? <laughs> Can I? I'm going to slap his little hand away from the from the squirrel purse uh, because he's away. He is already wearing my turban, and there is scabby skin peeling off this turban. That you know, I, I've done a good job of taking the festering skin from the turban of a corpse. 
So they got off a corpse and now it's covered in scabs and bits of massive hair and just half decaying kid. Not nice. I slap his little hand away from my squirrel bag because I don't want the rabies. Um, and I offer him what have I got by way of food. Cherry pie and a wheel of very mature cheese, apparently. <laughs> hey, I already gave him those. Yeah, he's got Lock that. Up if he wants more. What, he ate an entire cherry pie and an entire wheel of fucking cheese? It's not in my fucking, it's not in my fucking inventory anymore. So. It's been three weeks. <laughs> he's got worms. I gave him food. He's got worms. He's got worms. The little boy, Jeffrey, reaches up and he, he, pull, he pulls a worm out of the earth on the wall and he's like, Here's Horace. He's my worm. Does he keep falling down holes? I've <laughs> 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 got lots of worms. What are all their names? Ah, oh, dear God. <laughs> um, I want to show some interest in, in this young man because everyone seems to hate him so far. Um, he takes you to one side and he, in Belgium, and he looks up at you with his roomy eyes. He's got like, you know, wet eyes. He, he's like, do they hate me? Because I think they all hate me. Yeah. More than I made. The creepy priest smashed up my fucking coffee table. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't good. You've still got a chance with Tati and, and, and the half orc. You, you can, you can win that. That's three fifths of us that can potentially be on your side. You just have to be a bit more. My mother always said, don't trust a man who's got a piece of metal sticking out the side of his head. <laughs> well, your, your, your mother sounds like a very intelligent woman, but she was until she got eaten by an owlbear. So mm. she probably wasn't that intelligent. She may have made mistakes. We all do, but just, just, uh, just don't, don't judge, judge us too harshly. We've, we've been for a lot on our, on our way here. And I, I ruffle his head again. Uh, you ruffle the head and you, you hear a sort of like squelching through the turban <laughs> as, as a kind of like, uh, you come back. You take off that turban, his brain is exposed right now. <laughs> like a newborn baby with a cone head. <laughs> like, uh, oh, that's fine. i in Hannibal with. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you squelch his head. He's like, please don't do that. Uh, uh, oh, I know. Guys, I know we've got off to a weird start, but look, if you want to stay here for the night, you can have yourself a rest. And maybe somebody shows you he's, for some reason, this is like an Airbnb. He's got little like atriums with furs in. And he's like, there you go. Here's a bathroom. Here's some rooms. You guys make yourself at home in the morning. I will show you the crypt. <laughs> yeah. I could do with the rest. I've got. Uh, I need to tend to my ass, and my uh, my face took quite a beating last time. So, uh, yeah, ladies, pretty hurt. I'd like to. Uh, I'd like for both of us to have a rest. For the sake of narrative, we'll say you have a long rest, so all of you can ping your long rest buttons. Let me know whatever the hell you want to be doing. Anyone who wants to swap out any spells or tune any. Um, uh, magical items, etc., etc. Go for can it. Can we? Can we take a very, very short break? Can we fuck? Well, real life. Yeah. <laughs> Only because I can't get into my D and D beyond. Oh yes, go on then. We'll take a we'll take a micro break. Go on. And I, I don't. 
I've I've been shouting like before for making up the the dice rolls, so I don't want to keep. It was one time, right? Basically, (laughs) when I first met Chanel, one of her opening gambits was, "I will cheat at all games." She put that out there. She did tell me she would cheat at all games. Categorically. So you're all taking a long rest. Uh, What do people want to do, if anything? Can I try and fix? um, I want to try and fix his like table oh sorry what i i want to try and fix jeffrey's table but like make it better than better than it was before okay um do you have any um what kind of tools do you have in your inventory i I really have no tools whatsoever Um, you can use you can use you can use the corner of the child's skull to kind of wedge it in place i think that that would be you know I don't know. I want to keep my... Uh, I know you should be choking your child's skull. Maybe you can use some of like, the residue that's coming from his head as a glue. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, um, if you're trying to ask why, how I can be trying to do a nice thing for him while also carrying around a child's skull. Keep it on brand. It doesn't have to make sense. I tell you what, I will let you make a performance check. I do have a hammer, so that's a that's a strong start. Uh, performance. Ooh, six. Six. Um, you basically run back up into the cathedral whilst everyone else is sleeping, and you get the smashed up part of the nativity set, and you use Mary, Joseph, and two wise men as legs on the table and just hammer them in. Um it looks a little bit lopsided, um, but it, it's, it's passable as a table. Very wonky. Yeah. You put you put the um, you put the plate of nuts and berries on it, and they all just slide off. But it's outsider art. Yes, uh, Chris, what were you saying? Sorry, uh, I'd like to shine the metal from my head. I want to be looking my my best self. So, like, okay, suspend the cloth and just. So, uh, <laughs> so you go into the what is called the bathroom, which is a sort of atrium that has um, a copper plate. It was a donation plate that's been turned the wrong way round and has been polished to a shine, so you can just about see your face in it. There's a cold pan. There's a cold pan of water on the floor for rush- washing with some rags, and uh, you pick up some of the furs that are lying around, and you just buff your horn. Uh, in the real good until it's got like a <laughs> um, yeah as the little kid comes in he's literally like is that thing sharp fuck off <laughs> yeah I thought you were going to be scary and do you know what you are scary the uh, the dragonborn was right yeah, yeah good yeah, my yeah, mum always fuck off in my defence I probably should have not before walking in on oh, a man <laughs> Right, right, you are. Good night. Good night. Um, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and notice in that, that Jeffrey's um, clothing situation is a little bit, is a little bit um, worse for wear. I'm gonna try and take some of the like some of the rags from my inventory and the wolf pelt that I got from the nightback village. And try and make him some kind of, I don't know, some kind of weather wearing top or something. 
I've got I've, all I've got is a knife, so I don't know if I'm going to actually be able to do this. Okay, mate. Um, ooh. I'm just going to throw a cloth confetti on this child and hope some of it sticks. <laughs> Make me, yeah. me a performance check. All right. I mean, we do have a, a crate full of winter clothing that we could just give away, but... Uh, nine. Nine. So as you sit there with your knife tearing up the wolf skin, carving it like a poncho, you look over and Barbara is just looking at you with wide eyes. <laughs> as uh, Maud, you sense a little bit of sadness in her. Um, as you, you basically make a wolf pelt poncho, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear, um, Jeffrey had showed us his, his wardrobe as we were going through the, the atrium of the Airbnb. Um, I'm just gonna hang up the wolf pelt with, uh, the wolf pelt poncho with the rest of his clothes. Okay. Um, that's not, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a nice thing to do. Anyone else doing anything? I'm just gonna take the splinters out my butt cheek. The, uh, as everyone tries to, to lull themselves off into a deep sleep, you just hear the occasional scream of an elderly man as he pulls splinters of coffee table out of his asshole. <laughs> I'm surprised that elf friend isn't doing it for him. Elf friend? <laughs> oh, yeah. Surprised the Olin's not doing it. Oh, yeah, where's he? Um, the Olin's there. He sort of melted into the background a little bit. Um, elves don't actually sleep, they just meditate. And as you all go looking for him, you find him cross legged in a uh, tantric tra- trance. Um, slowly, you see like crumbled lemnus bread around him, and he's just in a proper, he's in a proper trance. Uh, at least he's eating something then. Yeah. Uh, you see, he's taken off his winkle pickers and he's folded up his cloak. He looks like he might have OCD. Everything is pretty just as should be. Can I? Is So he's, he's meditating? Yes. Okay. I'd like to take his winkle pickers and I'd like to take his cloak. While, he, while he's meditating, he's, he's, you know, up with the fairies. I, I would like to stealthily, with my tail, kind of slowly edge them away from him. I like the way when you want to do something surreptitious, you use your tail. Because yes. it's going to suddenly give you advantage. Um, because know, maybe it's a hand check more than nightmares. There, there is a, a method in the madness because I could be standing completely away from them and my tail just snakes round. Uh, a, a what? A sleight of hand check. Mm. And you know, if you use your tail, then CSI Damali aren't going to be on your case. Mm. No mm. fingerprints. It's a little known fact tails have prints too. Uh, no. Sorry. Really dumb. <laughs> Prove it. Fifteen. Fifteen, yeah. So you tiptoe in, and as you walk in, you stumble over a root a little bit, and you suppress a scream. You pause and look around. His breathing is still heavy. As you walk in, look in for any witnesses, as you scoop up his winkle pickers and cloak in your tail and flee the scene of the crime. So now what I'd like to do is I've got all of his, I've got his winkle pickers and his cloak. I would also like to, I'd like to put the winkle pickers in the, in the wardrobe of this sickly weird child with scabby bits. And that, that's my good deed. Right. 
and dump oh. him in the bucket. <laughs> to frame him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So as you all um as you all wake up in the morning, well rested, make sure you've all um hit the long rest button, giving yourself back or your spell slots if you're a magical kind of person. Um, yes, as we come to the dulcet sounds of a cockerel crowing somewhere and the grunts of a elderly priest pulling the last splinters out of his anus, you come through, all of you, slightly uncomfortable, not, not a terrible night's sleep, but with the occasional rock and tree root in the small of your back. As you come to... You meet in the main atrium where you hear a little excited voice from Jeffrey. It's like, wow, this is amazing. There's a new table. Fell down that hole again, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he comes out and he's like, look at this. I've got party shoes. As he's like wearing the oversized winkle pickers. And he's like, look, my clothes off sparkly. As he like wraps the cloak of the magical cloak of disguise that um, Theolian has around him. He's like, and get this! And he carries you all through to the bathroom. He's like, look, somebody's made me a curtain with a glory hole in it. And he's put the poncho up on the wall. I I have some concerns that a small child wrapped in some kind of cave knows what a glory hole is and do we need to contact child services? Also, what kind, what kind of party is he having? Also, for many reasons before that, we should definitely contract, contract child services. It's not the glory hole that's the tipping point. Yeah, this is the... Half his head's fucking missing. Like. <laughs> it's true. He, he, you see him like just slowly push a few books underneath the rug. He's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that was. I was being silly. He's like, um, <laughs> I, just, I just got a bit of Rick <laughs> As you see Theolian walk out and he's like, right, what the fuck is going on? Shoes. I, I would like to stand in front of Theolian, between Theolian and the child who's wearing the winkle pickers. I'd like to stand in front of him and I'd like to snarl with all of my fangs out. Um, make me a intimidation check. Fucking will. (laughs) Fifteen. Fifteen. He can see through your legs this small child doing a moonwalk in winkle pickers behind you. And he pauses and he looks at the sharp fangs of your teeth and he says, those shoes are 115 years old. I've worn them through many campaigns and adventures. Blah, blah, blah. Get over it. <laughs> what would you suggest I wear on my feet? As you look down, he's got like his alabaster feet with his finely manicured nails. Uh, I would, I'd like to, oh, I'd like to slowly start off by humming Justin Timberlake's Crimea River. <laughs> Right, slowly, just slowly start humming. And then as it gets louder and louder and louder, I'd like to then look at him and go, I don't give a fuck. You can make him some out of some, uh, I don't know, dead thing that, you know, 
Yeah, but we don't have any dead things, do we? I've only got the squirrel back. No, we, can't we, we do have a broken table. I say we take some random pieces of wood, tie some cloth to it, and you've got some lovely new sandals. Like clunks. I love Nokia shoes. <laughs> if it's good enough for the Dutch, it's good enough for him. all right so aristobulus would you like to fashion some clothes out of a table please i thought you'd never ask i'm going to come to uh, my sweetheart's aid here and uh... yeah can you make can you make me a performance (laughs) i was just about to look at what i've got to do it with I, i don't have a lot i've got a small knife and uh, a small packet of pink powder. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you do it with a shovel, like really rudimentally, just bash it together with a shovel. Could, but um, I don't. I don't trust something not to go off with. I've got a tinderbox and some vestments. Um, words I don't really know the meaning of. So I'm going to. Roll me a performance check. Performance check. Right, right, right. Vestments. Uh, oh, oh shit! It's a three. A three. <laughs> so ripping up some holy vestments into strips, you take broken panels of the table. Hanash comes to help you. As Hanash snaps bits of wood over his leg, as you get them down to the right size, uh, wrapping them in um, swaddles of torn vestment, you then present the Olean with his new clogs. <laughs> I like to imagine that I like to imagine that they're more like skis than 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 <laughs> way too long for a foot. <laughs> maybe a maybe a maybe a persuasion check with advantage as he has strong feelings for you. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, plus I'm I'm quite good at persuasion <laughs> anyway. The, the kind of thing where he'll pretend to really like them. <laughs> <laughs> I got thirteen. Thirteen. If he looks at them, you see him cock an eyebrow as he straps them to his feet, does that thing that you do in the shoe shop where you walk up and down the aisle just to check them, you think you can hear him under his voice just say, splinters. Yeah, they'll get you. They got me. They'll get you too. The kind of man that would kind of be into a little bit of pain, though. Rub it out there. There was there was that paddle on the bed at the nightback village. Yeah. Uh, he's smitten with a disgusting creature like me. So I mean, <laughs> what's that saying about his choices? You know, <laughs> you just see this finely manicured man waddling around in splintered <laughs> clothes, convincing himself he's all good. You can see he's in absolute fucking agony, <laughs> like like as he waddles around. As Jeffrey's like, right, well. I said I'll take you to the crypt, and to the crypt I will take you. As you, I just had to say sorry for the um, curtain debacle. Um, don't know what came about me, but yeah, thank you very much. River made me the curtain with the giant hole on it. Um, as he goes deeper, deeper into the warren, the filthy network of tunnels, he's like, "Follow me." As Fucking he goes guy. Down, 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 down. This kid is so excitable. I'm yeah. loving it. <laughs> yeah. As you come out, weaving through pan- panels, through tunnels, and you come out into an underground opening, which opens up into an enclosed underground crypt, like atrium, and you come out through a hole in the wall. This was not the intended entrance. To the crypt, but it is nonetheless 
what you have. Right, I've got an image, believe it or not. I actually made a map. And yes, Chris, it's in fucking 4K. And how do you, let me just send it to you. Do you, how do the people who listen to this show actually see this? Is it on Twitter or it will go up on Instagram and it will go up on Twitter wow. when we release the episode? Wow! You, you can ch- check our socials. <laughs> check out check out our links. Nice. All right. Nice, nice, nice. Right. Give me two seconds, and I'll get that up there. Your views are a lot nicer than mine. My neighbors are currently burning trash in their garden. So, <laughs> yeah, it's on their bridge. It's burning trash. Is it trash or is it bodies? No, it's definitely trash and potentially nappies. There's something that smells oh. funky. Wow. Oh, that's no, they're poop burners. You know, <laughs> is that the name of their gang? <laughs> it's their tribe. <laughs> their tribe. <laughs> We're poop burning folk around here. <laughs> Uh, how old is Nick though? He's three years old. Oh, heck, so you are beautiful. Right. Just talk amongst yourselves momentarily, not long. We will edit this out of the podcast afterwards. So, anyway, they burn poop. <laughs> talk to me. Uh, Your neighbors burn poop. Yeah. Do they have children, or is it their own shit? No, no, no. If they didn't, if they didn't have children and were still burning nappies, I'd be more concerned. Actually, I'm still fairly. I was going to say that would be my first question. Yeah, they're not old-fashioned gong farmers. <laughs> I'd like a good gong farmer. They're um, what's a gong farmer? You know, do do you remember GCSE history? Do you not remember the gong farmers? No, they were people. Uh, they were like ninth soil people before. Um, before plumbing, you used to have a guy who wandered around with a cart and you'd take your shit off you in the night. Oh. Uh, his job. Questions. Is this because you lived in the West Wing of what, your own castle that you actually <laughs> have one of the people come around but nobody else knows about? Just because I grew up with a B-Day doesn't mean, doesn't mean that I'm privileged. You grew up with somebody who changed your B-Day. <laughs> yes, it's true. Yeah, we, we upgraded our B-Day to a new model. Every single year. Wow. I mean, you um, can't have an old B-Day. Like, you don't want to be a sucker. <laughs> a chump. No one understands oh, yeah. how hard it is to be wealthy. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never used a B-Day. Just throw it out there. They kind of, uh, they confuse me. I, I used to drink out of the B-Day like a water fountain until I realized what it was. Probably, probably I guess believes that's that. okay. Probably believes that. It, t- it took you an embarrassing amount of time <laughs> to realize what it's actually for, though, didn't it? This was like last year when you found out. Yep, yep, yep. Right, <laughs> if you all look in your messenger, you should see a map of the crypt. Matt? Yes, Matt. Matt <laughs> map is, of the crypt, that's my... Uh... Matt, that is the most... I don't know. Is that like a very swanky... Uh, a step behind you, like normally, people, yeah. Normally, people just have like a plain white metal rubbish one, and you've got something that looks like it's been it's branded. <laughs> it's just the the. It's not well. First of all, thank you, thank you for. I'm interested. Appreciating Ooh. my eyeliner, but uh, it's just it, it's just coloured wood it's made of like the flimsiest metal just something off amazon it's it's 
very flimsy to actually step on, but it looks nice. Can, can you start flinging shit to Amazon? That's a future sponsor. <laughs> I was just going to say, maybe you can all get free, free, uh, free uh, step ladders. I've got a great drinking game that involves a step ladder. Um, just so you know, just bank that information. It's fucking deadly. And, and injury. And there. For future future cocktail nights. Yeah, I've got a great yeah. drinking game, Chris, is what I said. It involves a step ladder. It's called step ladder. You yell the word step ladder a lot too. It's quite fun. Messy though. Sounds good. Loud shouting and drinking. Sounds like my uh, sounds like my game. What am I looking at? Right, drinking game called step ladder. Right, look, there's a map of the crypt. Oh. So you have not come down the <laughs> stairs. You have God damn it. <laughs> Right. Who thought cocktails and D&D would be a great idea? <laughs> everyone. Yeah. Everyone. Good. There you go. You are at the top. Do you see the disheveled pile of barrels that are all rotten in a big heap at the top? Yes. No. Yeah. Yes. Like top right. Yeah, top right-ish. You, 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 are, you are coming out just behind there where there is a statue-style thing on the wall. There's a small opening in next to so as you come out into the atri- into the cathedral, Chanel's confused. I know. Yeah, so I've got this. that on camera. As you come out of the cathedral, you see in front of you very dankly lit, cobwebbed, grimy, pretty bad-smelling crypt held up by various pillars. You see off to your left a flight of stairs, which are grand staircases that go up to a destination unknown. And as you look around in front of you, you see various graves. Mm. of, who can say, saints or warriors of past. You see um, various tumble-down statues, a filthy, grimy tent, um, various tree roots which have burst through from the um, flora above that have come down and search for water, and you see various disheveled pews up against walls, and you hear a shuffling off to your right-hand side. Can I go and investigate the in the center? Mm. There is a bed, and then to the directly above the bed. Well, sorry, directly to the right of the bed. Mm. Looks like I don't know a table with something on. I want to go and investigate that. So as you go over to where the um, you hear like shuffling and clicking and and heavy breathing. Um, Jeffrey cautions you that be careful. This is where the goblins live. Shut the fuck up, Jeffrey. No one's interested. <laughs> Get out there, Jeffrey. You've got some shoes. What more do you want, kid? I'm just gonna. I'm. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna put my hand on Jeffrey's shoulder as I like crouch down to like sneak around and go to like start slicing the pie SWAT style. Um, I'm just going to put my hand on his shoulder and, and say, just, just, just go hide in the corner or something, kid. Like, we'll, we'll deal with this. You hear a creak as you lean on his shoulder. Like, his shoulders are not load-bearing. <laughs> like, his shoulders are made of wood. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's, he's got wooden legs. <laughs> yeah. As you lean it, he's like, I don't know why you guys are being such dicks. This is my domain. I live here. Okay. I'm sewing you around. Do you want to see the fucking orb or not? I, I think because uh, I haven't insulted him today. And, uh, you know, I kind of out of his hand yesterday, like some weird old pet. 
Um, I think I think we might have more of a rapport now, a bit more on the same page. Plus, everyone's telling him to shut the fuck up, and I, I love that dearly. So I'm going to uh, walk up to him, and I'm going to ask, um, tell me everything you know about this place that's relevant to our mission now. Tell you everything I know? Yeah. Good oh, luck. Jesus. Oh, God, he's going to do that thing that kids do. Um, He's going to be like, I saw a truck the other day and it was, it was red, but if, if you don't want the red truck, then I, maybe can, I can give you, you the had a dream where, and then you have like a, and you know. <laughs> I was at the park and there were birds and it was cool. Shut the fuck I up. I just asked him specifically, <laughs> tell me everything you know about this place that's relevant to this mission. Go. I've, Make me a persuasion check. Because if he doesn't, I'm going to drop kick him. So... In the face. Oh, right. And he's, I'm going I'm, I'm to expose his brain. <laughs> oh, look. Chris oh. put on his cloak of invisibility. Oh, shit. Yeah. And that's 22. 22. Yeah. You yeah. see, you see, Jeffrey's face is just pockmarked and greasy and grimy. And you see a tear rolling down his cheek, just cleaning a small channel where his tears are running down his grimy cheek, you, two, you see two streaks of clean. As he's like, why is everyone so horrible to me, priest man? I haven't been horrible. I was telling him, I was telling him to, to get out of the way so we could fight some shit. I was just I was looking out for his safety. I'm going to say, look here, kid. It's because you don't get to the fucking point quick enough. Now, I just asked you a simple goddamn question. <laughs> I've just rolled 20 goddamn two. Please, for the love of God, tell me everything you know that's relevant. Oh, uh, that you gave me that beautiful shower curtain with a hole in it. Right. Sure. I'm just going to nod because I have no idea what he's on about. <laughs> I gave him fuck all. If anything, I destroyed his house. <laughs> but I'm going to nod and take credit for it and be like, yeah. You gave me happy memories. And mm. um, he's... <laughs> he's, he's, he's like, all right, look. I'm all child services now. <laughs> Listen, I lived here. I'm eight years old. I came here, so my mother got eaten by an owlbear. My si- I had to eat my sister just to survive. The goblins, they come and go. They come, they're very moody. They come in the night, and there's the one with a weird beehive on her back. She's moody. Oh, uh, this bitch, she ain't dead. I don't know about her being dead. The only person I've seen who's dead is that guy who fell out of the fucking rafters and turned into mincemeat on the floor. Um, I mean... <sighs> There's, there's goblins about. They're not particularly friendly. Sometimes they chase me, but they don't know the way through my tunnels. Mm, yeah, so, irritating. That checks out. Yes. <laughs> do we need him? Do we need him? They're going to kill him. <laughs> I, 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 I think we just. I think we just we just tell him to hide while we deal with the goblins in this room. It's been a stressful week. I mean, we could use him also. I'm, I'm starting to think he'd be more better as a bait situation character. But again, we don't know that yet. So uh, yeah, oh, that's a great idea. Let's put him on like, what looks like a ritual space in the middle. Let's like put him I, on there and see what happens. <laughs> I come into the middle. I come into the middle. I'm just stop, guys. We, we've we've got to look after this kid. Fucking why? Tatty. Look at he, us. Look at us. No one looks out for us. All your gods are dead. <laughs> I would like to take the salt shaker with the fairy in, and I'd like to brain him on the back of the head just so that it knocks him out a little bit. Oh shit! <laughs> Line cross. 
We're in the end. We're in the end game now, guys. <laughs> I'd like to think this is a historical moment where we've committed a direct act of violence to an NPC here as well. So, um, Jeffrey, I haven't like, killed him. I've just, I've stunned him. Just as you go um, to knock him out, Jeffrey is saying to uh, Aristobulus, "Yes, I just had to confirm. I am eighteen years old. I look much." <laughs> Younger than I am. I am, in fact, for legal reasons, my lawyer had decided to tell you that I am 18 years old and I did consent to this mugging. <laughs> As, um, right. Um, two things more to the Nightmare Clan. Can you make me a sleight of hand check? And depending on how that goes, I'd like you to roll me a an armed strike. Wait, for all of us? No, no, no. Oh, good. No, you're not fucking killing him like Julius Caesar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking me. Brute. What I was fucking stoning at him. Yeah. <laughs> what did he get? Twelve. Twelve, yeah. So um, you see Jeffrey talking away to um, Aristobulus, <laughs> and as you sneak up behind him, Jeffrey just hears this little voice saying, oh, it's about fucking time. What the fuck are you... What are you doing? As you hear a hoof onto the back of his head, as he sees stars, roll me an unarmed strike. Unarmed strike. Hold on. Yeah, sorry. How do I roll an unarmed strike? Uh, go to your actions and write down the bottom of the top set of actions. Should be, and you've got a symbol that looks a bit like a wanky fist. Yeah. Uh, Twelve. Twelve. Yeah. That'll do it, yeah. Uh, street urchins in rags. Uh, his winkle pickers had actually boosted him from a 9 to an 11. But uh, 12 will do it as he sees stars and a warmth kind of irradiates from... He feels it in the back of his skull as he just slumps forward into Aristobulus's arms. Yeah. I'm just going to throw him to the floor. I'm just kidding. Like, not not aggressively, just like... <laughs> I didn't sign up for this, so... Uh, I'm just going to, like, as his body, like, drops to the floor, I'm just going to, like, look at him and just say, go to sleep. Julian <laughs> yes. walks up to him and puts him in the recovery position. Mm-hmm. Um, and while nobody's looking, he takes off the frogs, <gasps> flings them to one side and puts on oh. his winkle pickers. The bastards. <laughs> those winkle pickers are too valuable. Frick. Um I stroke his his scalp one last time and just say, <laughs> "Night, sweet prince." That's um, it's fine. He's just by the door where we came in. Can, as can you stroke his scalp, you just come back with, with sticky fingers with hair in them. <laughs> Gristle, you know. <laughs> it's just wipe it off. You're pretty sure you can see um, the skull at the back of his skull. <laughs> I, I, I just try and put it all back. <laughs> like a blue Can we just roll into one side? And it's like some dog soldiers. Yeah. <laughs> Julian just quickly does a one round and just picks up his individual teeth and leaves them in a pile next to him for when he wakes up. When uh, I... Can I go over to the pile of teeth and can I take two or three and just slip them into a pocket? The fairy. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. If you want to, if you want to assault a 
Young man. It's done. It's that is we have crossed that line a while back. Wait, are you just knocking out his teeth while he's knocked out? No, he's there are now. Oh, okay. Oh, fair enough, yeah. Fair game, really. Um, it's already in the plot. Take it. I'm only dealing. I'm only dealing with knocking him unconscious. I don't want to add torture to my own resume. But since his teeth are already in a nice little pile, I'm just going to take some. Theolian looks at you all with disgust in his eyes as he's like, I genuinely thought better of you all. Did not see you. He's stolen shoes (laughs) of a child that's unconscious in a corner. I'm not going to take any sass from this old man. I'm just going to, I'm going to look at Theolian and say, look, it's been a rough couple of weeks. We've all been feeling a little bit absent. (laughs) So you think you'd take it out on that meat piñata over there? Yeah, that's a child, Theolian. Who's insensitive now? My lawyer, my lawyer has informed me that it is a young man aged 18 and not a minor. (laughs) (laughs) And he then takes off one of his winkle pickers and points to a label on the inside that says T.P. and says, these are mine. I've had them since school. And slips them back on. I'm going to cough and cough. I'm going to I'm going to turn around to the rest of the room, um, and I I'm going to say to the rest of the gang, "Look, I'm going to move a little bit closer to the uh, the bit in the middle, stealthily with Lady, uh, and see what I can see uh, by those pillars." So. On the map, the top the top right pillar, um, I want to see if I can sneak over and, and hide behind that. Okay. I, I thought those were like fairy lights, but they're skulls. <laughs> ah. Oh, yeah, on a 4K map, you can really zoom in, can't yeah. you? Yeah, that's, that is a wreath of skulls. So, Tatty, uh, make me a um, stealth check, please. 22. 22, you are like a silent bastard in the night as you just almost leave no trace of yourself as you just sneak on in there and you can hear heavy breathing and gurgling coming from in front of you. As you reach that pillar, you see to your left-hand side various racks with animal skins drying on them. Between the pillars, you see a wreath of skulls hanging over the bed. You see a couple of things that you can only imagine are altars. One of them has a giant beast skull in the middle and wax candles draped over it with drips of wax and fresh blood. The other one has um, some kind of animal organ on a plinth. And you see a couple of beds in the middle. Um, Do I have an idea of... Uh, you said I could hear heavy breathing and gurgling or something. Yes. Do I have an idea of how many goblins there are in here? Um, make me a perception check. Sure will. Uh, 13. Uh, you just hear a wet hacking noise every so often, like somebody who's who's got a very damp lung. Uh, nothing that would indicate how many goblins there are. Okay. Can I, um, yeah. th- th- there's like a hole to the bottom right next to the mm. stairs. Mm. I like to 
Can I? It's the nearest thing to a toilet I've found in a while, so I'm going to go do a shit in it. <laughs> it's been a long absolutely. time since you've shot. Tatty, Tatty is like Black Ops sneaking <laughs> to the ground with his dog, wolf, keeping track of everything. You just casually saunter off through the gravestone, stopping every so often to read a name on one as you go over to the lip of the hole, which is actually um, a well. <laughs> and um, you see a bucket and a rope as you drop your kecks. How do you want to lean over the edge of a drop like that? I mean, unless you go one foot either side, it's going to be very difficult. So is it like, in like China where they like like you squat over like a like a like a kind of thing? There aren't like the Western toilets. So I kind of want I want to like kind of squat like and squat and over like a little kind of shitty ditch. Okay, well, we're just going to imagine this is Glastonbury at the moment. Yeah. But yeah, so like, like, well, I'm going to have my weight forward so I don't fall down, but I'm going to like stick my ass out so then, you know, shit goes that way and my head's going that way. Okay, that's very visual. Yes, okay, <laughs> okay you're going to take a festival shit. Um, Glastonbury. Like when you're in a chemical toilet and you, yeah. you don't want to put your ass on the seat because mm-hmm. you know you'll get chemical burns off the bleach. Mm-hmm. So you're going to, um, I see. Right. Small problem. This, this well, if you look at the scale, those squares are five feet. Um, so your well is about 10 foot across. But if you would like to make me a, um, performance check, I am more than happy for you to have a pop at taking a shit. Harnash is a big guy. Well, well, I mean, I'm not trying to shit in the middle of it. I can just, like, shit on the outside. <laughs> I'm not trying to, like, yeah, that's okay. I mean, get over as much as possible. How is that intimidating? This isn't the Olympics. No one's judging you for how on target your turd is. <laughs> I feel God. like I should only need a small performance wall to pull this off. <laughs> like, I feel like a five, <laughs> which I got. It's probably not. I don't know. <laughs> um, you scored a five. Okay, dropping, dropping your kecks, you lean over the edge and trying to keep optimal balance. Uh, you start pinching out a loaf. Um, and as you hear the pinch, the drop, the squelch, you hear it just fall, counting the number of seconds as you hear a splash. <laughs> down below um, as you get so excited you don't notice the rat which suddenly runs across between your legs as you look down you start to lose your balance tumbling over backwards I will let you make a survival check oh as my God. you nearly go head over ass acrobatic surely <laughs> <laughs> well yeah I'll let you either make a survival or, or an acrobatics, however, however you fancy. I'm going to get to ac- acrobatics then. Oh, fuck you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Watching the dice log on that was the best thing ever. As you slide over backwards, you fling a green hand out, clasping onto the edge. You hold on, screaming at the top of your voice. As your fingers slowly slide over the lip on the grime, you let go, pulling off one of your fingernails, you plummet as you all just hear a... Can I try and make like elastic save as I go around, like kind of grab onto the rope that the kind of bucket is attached to? 
Oh, dear God. All right. May, may, as you've already done acrobatics, I'll say you can have a survival check with disadvantage. Everything's going to be caked in shit as well. This isn't a toilet. It's a well. Yeah, but he just pooped in it. He just, he just poops in it. There's fresh poop in it. There's fresh poop in it. I'm, I'm going to fall into it. I got an eight. <laughs> An eight. Great, yeah. So as you go down, you get tangled up in the rope. A bit like a young AJ at a swimming gala, you lose track of where your lane is and you get caught in the rope and you just flail around um, and start sinking um, and have to be hooked out of the water. As you plummet down the middle, you bounce off the wall several times, impact into the water. Now, luckily, it's quite deep water. Um, as you land in the water, it hits you like falling onto rock and knocks the wind out of you. But as you go down into the water, you look up and you can just see the tiny sphere of light at the top. Uh, and you've got shards of a broken bucket um, and you have pulled the rope off the top. It's now in there with you. Oh no! <laughs> I I'm, I'm guessing it's like Kevin and Perry go large as well, where there's like a poop like coming towards me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah as, you, as you look over, there's just a green poop floating in the surface next to you. I, yeah. I, I'd like to call to my companions. Eh, it's squizzy. <laughs> I'm gonna. I would like to be first on the scene. As I, I watch that all unfold up from afar. First responder. I'm the first responder you really want. I saunter over. As you look up, as you look up, Hanash, praying to any god you know for saviour, you see two beady eyes and a greasy scalp peering over the edge and your worst nightmare, Aristobulus, <laughs> leering at you. As, did somebody call for a holy man? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think about like just like letting myself go under the water, but then I stop. <laughs> Maybe I'll die in Drown the shit suit. <laughs> Maybe the shit suit's a better way to go. And <laughs> um, I have obviously like I'm, I'm an elderly man. I don't have much to offer you really, um, apart from. Like, I noticed that the acoustics in here are fantastic, and maybe a tune will help you, your nerves be a bit more calm. So, uh, I'm gonna pull out my flute, my tin flute, and uh, check the chat because I'm about to give you a haunting rendition right now. Oh no. Be my best one yet. <laughs> <laughs> I give it the CD one that had to wobble. Nice bit. <laughs> As you look up, reaching an arm out of the filthy, brackish water, you just hear the dulcet tones 
of the flute master himself echoing down the flute master flex there. Um, we're going to pause at that point as Theolian rocks up next to Aristobulus. Um, we're going to pan back to Chris Tatty um, as you've made it to the pillar by the small encampment of Goblin. Okay, so I've, I can only hear the the sounds of one of these one of these goblins at the minute. Is that right? Can I see? No, what you hear is the wet, gurgling, breathing noise of someone with possibly rheumatism. A doctor is probably going to tell me that people with rheumatism probably don't make wet, gurgling noises. But as you hear the not very well breathing of somebody, you turn your tiny gnome ear to to listen for more movement. And all you hear behind you is a... Has there been any change in the the noises from the sickly individual? You could have sworn you heard a deep sigh. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. Not another fucking lost shitter. Um, <laughs> you get the feeling Tugger has fallen into the water many times. Um, and then you hear the dulcet tones of flute work. Drifting over the crypt breeze. Sweet work. Does it does it seem like the this person is is reacting to the noise? Are they moving over out of the encampment at all? No. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna send Barbara round to the um the pillar underneath, so the middle right one on the mm-hmm. map. Um and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell her that I'm gonna I'm gonna give her a signal when to come out. Oh, okay. And I'm gonna take out my bow. I'm gonna take out an arrow. I'm not gonna knock it. Just taking out an arrow. Um, and I'm moving towards the encampment to see if I can see if I can find this person. Okay, Maud, you, you had a hand up. What? Yeah, I I just wondered something. I wondered if when we were going to use the words. Come on, Barbie, let's go party for Barbara. Good. Um, That's good. And I thought that could be a really accurate kill response. Oh. Like, how so do you, how do you, you think, say it? How do you think, think I lullaby her to sleep every night? I like that as a, wow. as a, kill, a kill action. A kill response. So as soon as you start singing Aqua, she goes <laughs> feral and starts yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I'm Jesus loving Christ, it. 1% of our audience is German, and I'm pretty sure... Barbie Girl by Aqua was a massive hit there. So bring it back. Yeah. There we are. I, I'm sure they appreciate. Maybe we could get Aqua as a guest <laughs> one week. Yeah, it's true. I mean, we've got cocktails on here. You know, it's not a massive step. I mean, probably easier to get Aqua. I wonder yeah. if Sash might license his music to us. So we could play it for kind of like emotional and scary moments. Um, you know. Over the- Oh, oh, Venga Boys. This is a detour, but um, we should get Venga Boys. Uh, They've got way more more hits than you remember. What about the Lighthouse? Lighthouse Family? The Lighthouse Family. (laughs) Why do we need Sash or Venga Boys when we have Ed John? Yeah, but I'm here every week. I'm not. I'm not. Beat, 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 beat. I want want to play D&D with uh, Venga Boys. Anyway, sorry, it's a detour. Just... 
No, no, absolutely. Don't worry about it. I mean, I'm quite used to this. <laughs> um, you detour every fucking week. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Coldplay's not doing so well since Gwyneth left him. Maybe. Do you know who's cheap? Dave Benson Phillips. I don't know who that is. Yeah, you do. He's get your own back. No. He's the guy. Google him. You know who he is. No, <laughs> no shade. To, no, I'm not a millennial. Yeah. I don't know these things. You do. You, oh, fucking oh, hell. Yeah. Get the yellow yeah. pages out. I'm sure he's still in there. <laughs> get the yellow pages. <laughs> Fuck off. I'm still using T-Fax. C-Fax. <laughs> yeah. Dave Benson Phillips. Um, he, apparently. Aren't you? Yeah, I know. Aren't you twins? Me. He's yeah. like, just on the cusp for me. Um, it was actually I, like a, a friends of mine that are like a year or so older actually inquired and found out his agent or something and like we're going to get him just he, to, just he to like, he's a poor man's Andy Pieces. Did he play on the wing for Man City? Oh. Who the he's fuck a poor Sean man's Andy Pieces. You're thinking of the wrong guy? Uh, yes, I'm thinking of Sean Wright Phillips. Thank yeah, you very yeah. much. Yeah. That's pretty good. Just any other any other person with, with, a, with a double barrel name? Yeah. No, I just got the Phillips bit. I was just curious to see who knew their football. Um... Okay, good. So we've established, we've gone on a long, 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 long diatribe into the, the correct answer is Chesney Hawks, mm. who is going to license. We could get him. Music. We could get him. He'll do anything. He'd literally probably work for a pot noodle these days. We'll go to the opening right. of an envelope. <laughs> well, we could, we could have got him until we just sat <laughs> him and slagged him off. We could have got him. <laughs> Fuck him. We don't need him. We've got Venga Boys coming up. You've got addition. You've got additional oral morphine that you could lure Chesney Hawks here. <laughs> it's true. I am still. I am still juicing. Yeah, you are basically a, 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 a goodies basket for any any aging degenerate rock stars right now. Sounds like it's like I'm luring him to make a skin suit out of him. <laughs> we were about to announce Prince Andrew, but unfortunately, that seems like a no goer. Yeah. Um, he might be busy. He's at a pizza. He's at a pizza express. <laughs> in uh, yeah, sweating into the salad bar. <laughs> sweating into the salad bar. <laughs> right, good. Topical. So, bringing it back, uh, more of the nightmare clans is just wandering about musical accompaniment as Tatty strolls into the camp. Arrow not knocked. Apparently, because he's too badass to be prepared. He. I mean, I'm I'm kind of I'm going stealthily. Like I don't want to. I'm not just fucking walking in. What are we talking about? Nose to the floor? How stealthily are we talking? Just, just crouched. Just trying to stay away from trying to stay away from the major light sources in there. A crouched gnome. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's so, like nose to the ground for anyone else. Okay, so as you go in, you look around. You can't really see that much movement. You see various tables off to the far side, vegetables. You see a steaming bucket of some sort, various skins draped over beds. There's two beds. There's a shitty-looking single bed, and there is a slightly larger double bed. And you see a bulge in the double bed. Um, I'm going to move around to the far side from where the bulge is. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take out, um, I'm gonna knock an arrow and I'm just gonna kind of, with it still knocked, I'm just gonna like prod them to see if they're just to try and get them to wake up. You hear a, a wet kind of like, 
I just I just say room service. <laughs> you see the duvet slightly peeled back as you see the incredibly pained face of Mellifluence Belchcrack, um, who is in her bed. She is wheezing like a motherfucker, and she's coughed up blood uh, onto the pillow as you hear a voice saying, So you found me. Back off, COVID witch. <laughs> You're not there. It's just tattoo. Yeah, I, I, I make sure that my face mask is on at this point. I also <laughs> gave one to lady because I'm a responsible parent. Oh. So hang on a minute, you've assaulted a child. He wasn't a child, was he? He was, he was a grown man. Sure. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you you can't kind of wreck on this, okay? The kid is unconscious. And you're lucky when I go. <laughs> as 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 Malefluence looks up at you, hacking up blood, she yeah, she says, So you found me. <laughs> I, I kind of like back away from where she's coughing and just say, um, Looks like your looks like you've seen better days. Yes, you shot me with an arrow. Oh yeah, I did. Forgot about that. Um, that'll be a bitch, right? Yes, you pierced my lung. I guess you could maybe do with some help with that. Are you gonna fuck it? <laughs> no, sounds like you're gonna fuck it. Yeah, it sounded like, oh, you got, you need, you got pipes that need clearing, eh? Uh, <laughs> I got that, I got that, I got that pizza. Yeah, exactly. Extra sausage, deep dish. <laughs> Stuff crust. Tiny gnome penis. <laughs> <laughs> That's not canon! It is canon. <laughs> it just looks like a tiny lipstick covered in melted cheese. I um yeah I, I say um I say um I mean I've I mean I've got some I've got some healing magic in my dick. I don't see why uh, I don't see why cure wounds couldn't work on this shit. Let's talk. She looks at you and she says, "Where's Tugger?" Wow. Oh, Tugger's dead. I do it like 100% without even like missing a beat. I just say, oh, he's dead. He was a good lad. Yeah. I'm even better. <laughs> did he go, did he go well? He died like a dog. Yeah. Oh. Uh, is Lady here to hear this? <laughs> yeah, uh, lady, lady is not a dog. Lady is a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Barbara just cocks her head to one side in a kind of like, <laughs> um, she looks over you and she says, I smell you brought the elf with you. Yeah, he's hanging around. He exfoliates. You can smell him a mile away. <laughs> yeah, but have you seen his skin though? Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. More of a green skin kind of person myself. It's nothing personal, but I don't like holding on to the pointy ears. Oh, I'll, I'll introduce you too. I've got, I, I know a friend I can set you up with. <laughs> you, you see a splashing in the background. Oh <laughs> no, splashing around near his own shit. Like, <laughs> I just say, and it comes back to me just saying, yeah, this guy fucked. <laughs> um, so she looks up at you and she says, 
Why did you come here? Well, I mean, I was going to kill you. But now I'm going to fuck you. <laughs> you came here? She looks at you and says, you came here to kill me. I don't see why not. Get the fucking knob. <laughs> um... You see her try and sit up in bed and she's wearing this disgusting silky nightdress that's just congealed in blood with a massive beehive off her back. Um, It's quite the look. Um, Sexy bees. uh, Why? (laughs) That's it. You came here merely to kill me. Well, it's kind kind of on the way. We're looking for something, but you pissed us off earlier. And like you said, I did I did nick you with an arrow. I was just going to finish the job. What did you come here? What was the other thing you were looking for? Uh, one of the orbs of Tartarus. <laughs> that old bauble. I know where it is. I could give it to you. Cool. Let's talk. Do you really want to... Change the wood back? Why would you mess around with what has already been set in place? Uh, I mean, it's fairly corrupted at the minute. And, you know, we could we could heal it. We could turn it back into a nice, a nice forest again. You know, it could, return to, it could return to being evergreen. She looks at you and just says, All right, Greta Thunberg, <laughs> but why meddle with what is bigger than yourself? Everything's bigger than me. <laughs> I'll meddle with everything. <laughs> Good line. She um, she looks at you and says, "Okay." So, picking back up where we left off, Tatty was molesting a dying goblin. Um, don't she was don't molest. We were just talking. All right, you were assaulting a dying goblin in her deathbed. She was in her negligee, all done up in a nice silky nightgown, bleeding out with a beehive on her back. She told you that she knew where the last orb of Tartarus is. She started to talk, started choking, started coughing up wads of blood, just dripping down her chin. She looked up at you and said, um, all I ask in return is that you find my daughter. I will give you the orb of Tartarus now, but after I am gone, find my daughter. Sure. Sounds, sounds, sounds agreeable. Um, Are you a man of your word? Yeah. Um, one of the, one of the, <laughs> the way this is going on and the dragonborn is just hovering on the periphery. Yeah. Everyone else is like backseat negotiating. He's like a notary. He's just sitting there with a pen and paper. <laughs> uh, she says to you, in return, all that I ask is that you find my daughter, Toad Flaps. <laughs> <laughs> what was she the What a beautiful name. You know what? I don't want to ask. It's a good name in Goblin. She was taken by poachers and taken to Port Zoon. They occasionally come up here and they kidnap the slowest and the weakest of our kind. They deport them to Port Zoon for who knows what reasons. Toad Flaps was never the fastest of us, but she was the smartest. <laughs> Clearly not. These are some great heckles you're getting in, by the way, guys. She looks at you and she says, 
promise me after I'm gone, if I give you the orb of Tartarus, you will liberate toad flaps and just hocks up another wad of blood. So based on Patty's kind of past of being in being in a war with goblins where he was kind of manipulated into oh. murdering essentially a lot of goblins. He has a very soft spot in his heart for kind of innocents that are hurt in the in the in the tragedy of war. And he um he, he I'm going to put the bow away, you know, I'm going to put the arrow away. And um, I'm just going to say, yeah, I'll, um, I'll find your daughter. Do you, um, do you have any other family that I can, I can send her to when we do? Uh, she looks at you and says, she will know where to come to here. I will not be around. And she starts just hacking up blood. She says, go to Port Zoon and investigate. All that was left was a tabard with this logo on, a crest, if you will. And she gives you, she shows you under the bed. And as you pull out under the bed, you, you pick up a filthy um, tabard, which has this crest on it. Um, it is. Is that not the Playboy Bonnie tattoo that, that traps me? <laughs> It is. It is a snow white money uh, bunny. It's a snow white bunny on a shield with the family name Stank <laughs> underneath, and above it, it says Carnes Lucem. Hmm. What does that mean in Latin? Uh, I, Tell us, uh, leader. I'm going to um, before because I can because I can I I'm kind of getting the impression that she's she's getting towards the end of the road. Um, I say um, the hive on your back. Um, it seems like something that is precious to you. Obviously, not as precious as your daughter. Do you? Is there any kind of measures that you want taken to to taking care of the bees as well? She looks at you for a while. He's like, "You're a far no. more practical man than I had thought. Rehouse it if you wish in the tree in the cathedral, but." Before I go, I must tell you, the orb of Tartarus is... And she just fucking croaks. Obviously, she fucking croaks. Fucking bitch. To clarify, um, it was named Toad Flaps Sank. So... Flaps. Uh, no, 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 no. Her, her daughter's name is Toad Flaps. Sank. Um, the crest on the tabard of the people who kidnapped her says... The family name is Wires Cross. Okay, I got you. I, I would like to come into my own. Um, um, sorry, at this point, sorry, more. Um, she's only fucking about. And she, 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 she looks up from, <laughs> I suppose, a deathbed and is like, I'm kidding. Yeah. And just like hogs up more blood. I give her like a silent clap. Like that. Points over to the graves at the end and says, buried in the grave that says Winifred. And then she looks at you and says, Put me out of my misery. Um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna take out my knife. It's not even a dagger, really. Donkey just gonna, puncher. Just gonna, <laughs> just gonna take out the knife. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna walk towards her very, very slowly. Just put my, <laughs> put my hand across her, across her forehead, and just into the side of her head. Okay. 
Um, name me a performance, Jack. Six. <laughs> Six. I sat my own hand, obviously. So which which part of her did you stab? I was going I was going for like the temple. The temple. I'm as you the walking dead, I know how to go for the brain. As you jam the knife into the side of her temple, she looks at you slightly cross-eyed. You've done a, lo- a lobotomy. What? She's like, that doesn't feel so good. <laughs> you performed a lobotomy. This is great. He goes, I can't feel my legs. <laughs> I just go, hang on a minute. I just leave the knife in there and I pull out my rapier. She goes straight through her. You just go straight through her, through the side of her ribcage, through her internal organs. As you just hear her just go, thank you. <laughs> she, she fades out. Um, right. We're heading up to 10 o'clock. So we need to work out. Flashing back, Tati, you've got all the information you need, yeah? So you you know what's gone down after your highly, highly botched mercy killing. Um, we pan back to um, Hanash, who's just doggy paddling in brackish water with his own turd <laughs> sitting next to him. Can, what, um, what a day. Can, can I suggest that um, Aristobius uses the blue phallus and gets it to like appear b- below me, and, like shoot shoot me up? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know literally no other idea of how to get you out of there. Would you would you would you like to use the word shoot or would you like to use the word squirt? <laughs> <laughs> Squirts, please. Okay. Right. Are, are you? Yeah, you are. Yeah, I'm down with that. That's a good idea. Yeah, um, I I don't think I can <laughs> cast it myself. What do I do? Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Christ! <laughs> I have no words. Uh, it's called spiritual weapon. Oh, that one. Yeah, I'm going to cast it. Jesus Christ! You've been playing this for a year. I've and never half. done it. You've only it's only ever come out once, and I believe you played it, not me. So. Come on, loads of times. I use it all the time. Right. So as you hear the voice at the end of the world saying, use your phallus. Use your phallus. Suddenly dawns on you what the fuck to do as you roll up your sleeves, dust off the palms of your hands, crumble something weirdly like lipstick looking into the palm of your hand, rub it together and start chanting words as the ozone starts crackling, as a cloud appears before you and a giant phallus enters your dimension. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm going to send it under under his ass, aren't I? Like a a strange little, uh, you know, like a blow-up donut that you get on holiday. (laughs) as as the phallus comes down you, everyone sees a look of concentration on the cleric's face as sweat is dripping down his forehead as you see the cock and balls tilt at an angle the shaft tilting down as it goes to go down the well there's a god almighty crack as the girth of the shaft is wider than the well come on it's, it's an apparition. It couldn't fit. <laughs> Turn it vertical. I just spit on it. I, I spit on the apparition. <laughs> <laughs> it's too tight. It won't fit. 
Deolian, Deolian just <laughs> staring at you, hocking on a 10-foot wide <laughs> As he looks over, he's like, maybe um, think about something else and let it go a bit flaccid. <laughs> it's easier said than done, isn't it? Fucking hell. Is this, is this actually how I control it? It's not, it's not, it's yeah. not through arousal, it's through magic. It's a spell. <laughs> It doesn't appear when he gets a boner, does it? <laughs> I couldn't yeah, it. Damn it <laughs> it's going to be so dirty. It'd always be here if that was Exactly. Dirty. It'd never go away. <laughs> you see it going slightly limp, and as you gauge the right moment, you descend down the well shaft, uh, the balls snagging at first yeah. on the lip um, of the well as they sort of flop in and go down with it. Um Hanash, all you see is a giant spectral helmet <laughs> coming towards you with a giant eye winking. Can I grab onto it when it gets to me? Yeah, make, make a... This is the weirdest shit I've ever done in my life. Uh, this is what happens when you mix opiates and <laughs> fucking no grey. Let's be fair, it wouldn't it wouldn't be that much different <laughs> if you weren't right <laughs> Okay, make me an acrobatics check, please. Come on, more than an eight. That's what we're going for here. Eight! <laughs> Eight! Yeah! So as it comes down, it, it slams you down into the water at first, pushing you down. As uh, it comes back up, you float back to the surface and you just grab a fistful of hood oh. as it comes back up. Oh, um, that's the worst uh, title of this, this episode ever. Fistful of goods! <laughs> That's gotta be the episode title. As you as you see crumbling brick dust and stonework like falling, you see Hanash hoiked out the lip of the well, dripping wet, um, covered in brackish water as he's just holding on to spectral hood. As you look over and you just see a really dazed Jeffrey standing next to you, he's like <laughs> I've not seen anything like that before. <laughs> Don't really resist the urge to throw you down the well. <laughs> like, that is inspired, Matthew. <laughs> Fucking dying. <laughs> so is he out? <laughs> I'm out. As, um, as, as Hanash is hoiked up and dropped back onto the stonework. Um, Theolian just has a disgusted look in his face um, as for a moment the giant phallus eclipses the light on the sconce and everything is just shrouded in darkness. Um, we're going to quickly pan back to Tatty. Tatty, how are you, how are you winding things up? Um, I'm going to go check out the grave that Mellifluence had mentioned um, the one marked Winifred, I think it was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So pulling your rapier out of her body cavity, you sheath it away, looking down at her form once more. You make your way over back, pausing as you come through the pillars to see Hanash being lifted up on a giant phallus. You shake your head in disbelief, wondering what the fuck everyone's been up to as you make your way over to the graves, one by one, checking them until you find the slightly chipped, slightly run-down, battered um, tomb topper that says Winifred. 
I'm going to just as a precaution, I'm going to check it for, I'm assuming it's not locked, but I'm going to check it for traps. before. Yeah, sure. Make me a perception check. Uh, 20, not natural. 20, not natural. Yeah, you run a finger around the rim, and as you go around, you you can find a euphemism in anything if you look hard enough. <laughs> uh, rim. Anyone is going to find a anyone is going to find a euphemism in that. All right. Um, as you look around, you you give it your your best appraisal. It does not seem to be trapped. There's nothing you sense about it that gives you an inclination that it would do you any damage. All right. I open the um, I open the it's a heavy lid. Very heavy lid, made of stone. Good. I'm going to take out my crowbar and attempt to open it. I do have a crowbar. I'm going to attempt All to right, open it. make me athletics check, please. Fourteen. Fourteen. You cram in the crowbar. You leap up mm. and you bench press on it. Beads of sweat forming on your head. You barely even making a move on it. Jesus. You've got purchase, but your weight is not equivalent even with a fulcrum to the lid of a casket, stone casket. Uh, I can lend assistance, Tati, if you need it. Uh, yes, please. It's, All right. It's, One of you can roll with advantage, or you can both roll. And My pay. athletics is dog shit, so... Uh, let me have a look. You roll it with advantage. Mm, I've got... Oh, no, no. Mine is mine's two. <laughs> oh, mine's plus one. So. <laughs> there we are. Uh, should I roll again with advantage then? AJ? Uh, not with advantage. Uh, yeah, roll again with advantages as two of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Maud is very concerned about how dusty and grimy her, her outfit's getting. The first one is a natural 20. The first one's a natural 20. So a bit like a pickle jar, someone's already attempted to loosen it. You leap up on there. Maud comes in, puts all of her weight on. There's a crack as the two lid lifts open on the fulcrum as you both get your fingers underneath and push it over. The stench that comes from within is fairly vile as you see um, a body kind of almost in a fetal position around a velvet drawstring bag. Uh, I'm going to very gingerly pick up the drawstring bag. So as you pick up the ball sack, you notice inside that it has a fairly weighty orb in it. Um, You can feel it. It's got a kind of spherical feel to it. As you pull open the lid, you can see the prismatic colors of the orb inside the drawstring bag. Cool. And, you know, knowing that we have a few of these already, I know that it it is one of the orbs of time. Yes, it very much lines up with the look of the other ones. Do we have all the orbs now? Uh, this was the last orb, wasn't it? Can we summon the dragon? It was the last orb, yes. Oh boy. I just turn back to Maud and I say, uh, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Can can I start looking at the corpse for any clothing that I can fashion? Uh, yep, you can make me a persuasion check, yeah. <laughs> no, persuasion. You can persuade the dead man if you can have his outfit. Uh, you can make me a perception check. Is it a skeleton and an adult? Oh, 21. 21, yeah. As you notice, it's an adult skeleton. Um, it's wreathed in really old flaky leather armor. You see a chipped broadsword in there. And as you notice down the foot of the tomb, you notice what you can only imagine are the skeletal remains of a small chihuahua. 
Oh, right. Pick up the Chihuahua, hundred percent. Hang, hang, hang on. I'll, 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 I'll have the skull if you don't need it. Is it the skull or the full Chihuahua skeleton? Oh, there's a full Chihuahua. Okay, so I pick up the full Chihuahua, twist off the neck, twist it at the neck, and lob it over. Like under, like overarm throw. There's no, there's no words in this transaction. She just knows that he'll want it. Yeah. And oh, oh no, hold on. Can I, can I backtrack a little bit? Redcon. So what I do is I scoop up the Chihuahua lovingly because I know that it's, you know, it's somebody's pet. You know, somebody loved it and they wanted to be buried with it. So scoop it up and then get the head to look at me. I look at Matt and make it go. <laughs> and I Aww. I make it bark, make bark with its little little skeleton uh skeleton jaw. And then I twist off its head and chuck it. As that's going on, Jeffrey's just on the side. He's like, well, that's not respectful. <laughs> Can I also take the sword and all the armor, please? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's uh, just entry-level leather armor, basic level ar- leather armor, and uh, a great sword. I, I will take you Can I um, search the camp where Mellifluence was? Yes, you may. So... God, I thought you'd never ask. Um, going over to Melissa's camp. Um, yeah, you see it's tumble down encampment with a plethora of different animal skins and furs in varying degrees of quality. Some of them are dry. Some of them are still kind of like being dried out. Um there's obviously the two altars. One of them has got a big giant kind of beast skull with wax candles on top of it and one of them is more of a sacrificial altar and has some sort of wet organ covered in blood um, and you see a weapons rack uh, which has varying degrees of jagged blades in it um, as I'm doing this I'm going to cast uh, detect magic and see if there's anything that, that stands out uh, of all of them, you see um, a dagger, which is glowing. Ooh, definitely going to take that dagger. There you go. Um, anything else? That- uh, the rest of them just look like a wicked sharp array of um, knives of varying degrees. The goblins aren't world-renowned for being blacksmiths. And um, a bow. Mm, that's a non-magical bow. It's a non-magical bow, yeah. But a bone on a rush. I'll take it. Just huh? just for the hell of it. Mm-hmm. Um, as you look around, you go back to the exsanguinated body of Malefluent's Bell's Crack, who's there. You see some slightly sad-looking bees hovering around her in her beehive. They're all slightly distraught. Um, I'm going to, um, as she's just laying there dead, I'm just going to like do the respectful thing and put my hand over her eyes and just like, like close her eyelids. The respectful thing to do would be to jam a dagger into the side of her skull and paralyze her from the waist down. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, you, I mean, you, she's you, already, she's already dead. Like we've already gone through this. <laughs> um, 
as you do the respectful um, thing of moving her eyes down, you notice something wedged between the pillows behind her. As you reach in, you find a velvet drawstring bag. As you open it up, you find um, a bunch of uncut rubies. Can I make a religion check to try and remember how if goblins like to be buried or cremated? Absolutely you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck me, I hope it's cremated. Is that something that I would know from my from my past as a as a as someone who fight got Either one of you can roll with advantage or you can both roll and we'll take the highest one. I've I've got an eighteen, so just in case I get a natural twenty, I got a twenty-two. A twenty-two. So Tatty with his 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 knowledge of things. Actually the goblins are quite uh, a bit like Greta Thunberg. They are quite environmentalist and conservationist, and they actually like their bodies to be staked out and let wild animals uh, take them so they it's go very, back uh, into the It's very progressive. I mean, that, that, I'm just going to turn to Belsiar and say, you know, you don't see enough of that these days. And I'm just going to turn around and scritch Lady under the chin and say, <laughs> do you want to... Do you want to... <laughs> It's up to you. If you're if you're hungry, you can you can have at it. Lady looks at you, looks at malefluence in her beauty, even dead in her negligee, she still looks vile. Um as Lady hops up onto the bed, walks over gingerly and starts licking um honey, which is seeping sebaciously out of the husk of the hive on her back. Where your where your rapier went clean through the body of Mellifluence, you pierced the hive at the back and honey is leaking out. And Lady starts lapping up honey out of the corpse of Mellifluence belch crack. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get I'm gonna try and get Maud's attention as well and say that just just saying that the hive the hive is about to just just go completely free if she wants to if she wants to do any other animal shit. Okay. Now might be a good time. Interesting. So I I catch as I'm retching, I catch Tatty's eye and he's kind of gesturing. Gesturing? Yeah. Gesturing to the uh to, to at the hive. I'm just, literally just like shouting across the room like, <laughs> hey, I got some weird animal shit. Aristobulus is gonna uh, walk over, assuming he's talking to him and also start licking honey. From this corpse, <laughs> just next, next to Barbara, just the spiritual weapon comes with you, always keeping a, a safe six foot behind you. He's just smacking against one side of the well. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you, yeah, as you go over, you can lick honey. You push the wolf out of the way. <laughs> the wolf's smaller is covered in blood and honey. Yeah, yeah. Why not? I love some of the action. Why not? You start licking it away. Uh, I would like to. I can hear animals talk, can't I? I don't just. I can like mentally hear them. Yes. Can you like comprehend? Yeah. Animals? She speaks animal languages. So I would like to calm the hive and tell them that it's okay. Um, I would like to offer them safe haven in my backpack. Okay. Uh, Maybe an animal handling jet. Will do. Got me, 22. 22. 
You just as you quieten your mind, you can just hear. Um, as you quieten your mind, you hear um, a thousand. You hear a hundred little voices <laughs> in your mind's eye, just all going shit, 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 shit. Do I? I then open my backpack very calmly. I open my backpack. And I allow them to look inside my backpack. The one thing you notice as you go to disconnect the um, hive of mellifluences back, it's not a clip-on. It's not like a backpack. It's melded into her flesh, so you have to cut it off her back. Um, As you cut it off her back, you see it is fairly large. It's too big to fit. You could wear it as a backpack if you wish. Uh, Do you know what I will do? I will find the queen bee in there and I'll have a conversation with the queen bee and I'll ask her whether she wants to come with me. The queen bee comes to the forefront. She's like, oh dear Lord. She's like, oh, hello. Uh, I'd like to nicely explain to her that what's happened about Maleficent, I can't even pronounce it, um, explain that she was a roaring cretin and that actually in safekeeping, she could come with us. And she would be forever appreciated. And uh, in return for a little bit of honey, um, we would look after them. She looks at you and is like, you know, you can address me personally. It's fine. You don't have to speak in the third person all the time. <laughs> Listen, Mellifluence was a world-class cunt, but she was my mother as well. But she's dead. So if you want me, <laughs> then you have to have my gang too, as you hear a whole lot of voices behind her just going, yeah, see, see, see. <laughs> like the West Side Story shit where they, where they come, come out, of the, out of the alleyway just like clicking their fingers. <laughs> She's like, we come as a package deal, so take me and take them. Agreed. Very happy. Then strap on the hive and we're off. Do it. So I, I then fashion some kind of backpack um, so there's a small montage like the A-Team or MacGyver where you just hear a whole load of grunting and a vroom, vroom, vroom. as we then, five minutes later, you see a lovely little um, couture number uh-huh. like uh, with straps on it as Maud puts the hive onto her back. Like a Hermes bag. Yes, like a Hermes bag. Okay. You now have a beehive on your back. You may need to put that in your inventory, please. I will. That's cool. Character growth. Mm-hmm. That's character growth. Maud now has a beehive strapped to her back. <laughs> Someone's getting her XP this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> really dickish. I'm kidding. We'll have to work it out. Um, right. And as that's all going on, you look over, you see Hannah shaking the filthy brackish water off himself. You see Aristobulus wiping honey and blood off his mouth. Theolian stretching out his winkle pickers. And Geoffrey, well, no, Tatty holding onto the orb of Tartarus, smiling like the cat that got the cream as he picks up the last orb of Tartarus. Playing, trying to work out what the fuck the magic is behind the dagger that he's just picked up. Weighing in his hand, looking for the properties that it might contain. Maud stretches the beehive onto her back as you see all the bees go back into the hive as Belsiar you stand there and Jeffrey stands next to you and just looks up at you and says 
That's so disrespectful. I, I just pick up the Chihuahua skull and I go. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks at you and says, "Think there's any room in your gang for one more?" Uh, we'll, we'll... Depends. What, what class are you? You're not there. We'll put it to the vote, little guy. Okay, that's more than fair enough. As he just skips away, right? And that's where we will pause this week. So that's about all we've got time for this week. But before we go, we just wanted to say a massive thank you for tuning in to listen to us. As ever, your reviews, comments and subscribes are much appreciated. So from myself, both Chris's, Chanel, Matt and Lewis, it's goodbye. Have a great week out there. And remember, stay tipsy. Stay tipsy.